you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Three-man rush, and Young stumbles on the way back and fires up the middle. Pass is caught by Owens. Owens made the catch. <laughs> Darrell Owens was having a rotten day, but on one play here, does he make up for it? That was one of the greatest games that I've ever seen. You know, I don't know what more you could ask for in a football game. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yes, the catch too. Why do I bring it up? I'll tell you in just a moment here. Hi and hello and welcome to 2019 and the Dave Damashek Football Program presented by Head & Shoulders as always. We're ready to get you ready for the postseason of 2018, even though it is 2019, and that presents perennially some weird conversations about, wait, was that 2008? No, that was 2007, but it was played in January. Anywho, uh, let's get into all of it. And uh, first of all, let's say hello to, uh, to Studio 66. Ready to roll here in a new year, a playoff year. But his team's not in it, neither is mine. He is uh, all the way from London, England, our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. I don't think we need the whole thing. We don't need the whole thing. We can turn it off. Dave, I have a request for you. Yes. Hi, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, It's nice to see you. You you look look almost exactly the same as as when I left you in the old year. Heavier than ever. Heavier than ever. Yeah, when when you left me, it was during the Shecky Awards. I apologize for that. I listened to the rest of it, and what a terrific show you had right up until the moment the money just excused himself because he was hungry. (laughs) That was was very strange. I've never never heard anything like it. Well, I I didn't uh, think uh, that uh, handsome Hank Hodgson was the picture of class either. He gathered his award. The only I one for to, which he was nominated, and then he he uh, he bailed. Well, funnily enough, that's where my request comes in. Dave, I'd like to, throughout the time that I've been on the DDFP, by the way, I love being on your show, mm. um, you refer to me as our resident Miami Dolphins fan. And, uh, and no I would, way. If possible, for the next 12 months, I'd like to, to remove that moniker completely. I don't, I'm just not interested in that team at the moment or anything they've got going on. I've had enough of them. Okay. I would like reaction. to be, I would like to be, um, when you introduce me as current Shecky Award winner. Okay. For uh, whatever the, the category is. Clearly meant a lot months. to him. It did. And then I'd also like, and also the guy we named the say, Hank the, trophy after for the. For you the, just want me to the say great, the. That's, what I, that's how I'd like from now on. You want me to call you the titular face of yes, the. Titular. Of the, I like titular. That works. All yeah. right. The so, titular so, face of the hand. Let's try it. Let's try it now. Okay. Here he is all the way from London, England. He is, of course, the titular face of the <laughs> tie off trophy. Well That's done. all there is to say. What else does anybody need to say about someone who has that honor? And reigning and reigning and reigning Shecky Award winner. Let's for- not push it, huh? 
Yeah, you're right. Now, money, not, money none push. of your business. Keep out of this. Let's not push it. It's handsome, Hank. <laughs> okay, that'll do it. Okay, I like Thank that. You. That, that has that? a nice ring to I it. I just not not in not into the Miami Dolphins. Can I ask like a question? Adam Rank before you, at least for <laughs> oh. one year, you're becoming. This doesn't go well. You're becoming a fan free agent. No, or no, no, I'm not doing that. Return to the Dolphins. No, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of of good football, and the Dolphins have not used that brand much. I know we have time. a lot of important things to talk about, not just even the 12 teams lucky enough to get into the postseason, but there's a team that plays on the banks of the three rivers or rather more accurately does not play currently on the banks of the three rivers. Uh, cry me, cry me a three river, Dave. It's, it must be awful. Being I don't understand. Team. That's the note I've been getting from fans across football America. Like cry me a river. Try being a blank fan. Like I, not the measure. I, it's not, not, I'm not, but I, but like you've you've tasted you've tasted you know the good stuff recently. It's gross. Like I promised, I would. I, I I just I had to I had to cleanse myself. You know, I had to do a deep cleanse, and so a bath would, wouldn't do it. I just walked uh, five times through a car wash mm-hmm. in the <laughs> in the San Fernando Valley over the weekend. The giant pure big business them car washes <laughs> in California, by the way. I just kept going through, and they're like, and, and I uh, I was in my car when I pulled up uh, to the, and they're like, uh, sir, you can't just walk through by yourself. Then I got out of my car. Right. They're like, no, you're big enough. You can you're, get through. Yeah, you can get. Through. Oh, look at that. You're, oh, look, you're, you're about you the went. same size as the average truck. Yeah, you went. Well, wow, no, you, you went, went truck. I was yeah. going to say you, I weigh more than a Mini Cooper, but I don't know yeah. about a truck. Jeez. You go too far sometimes. Sorry, Dave. Handsome Hank. Anyway, um, so they're not your dolphins, so not your worry anymore. Correct. Adam Gase. I think he's going to be a head coach somewhere. Let's ask. Right away. Him. Let's ask someone who probably knows a thing or two about that. He is the voice of your Los Angeles Chargers, bound for Charm City. On what, Saturday? Friday will leave. But, oh, the game's Sunday. Game is Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, yes. You want to get a whole Saturday there, though. Before I, you know what, though, now that I think about it, before that game was played, I was assured that I had nothing to worry about as a Steeler supporter because the Chargers, when the Ravens came out to Carson, California, would lose that game, and that would put the Steelers into the playoffs. Wrong! But now we get a rematch. We'll see if uh, Old Man Rivers can take care of the Ravens. We'll talk about all of it, but let's say hello to one half of uh, the greatest radio show in all the land, Petros, and money available on iHeartRadio and beyond. It's Matt Money Smith. Enough. Enough. Um, do you watch? Uh, do you watch your Hawks play in the? Ice game or whatever they call it, the winter shootout. Or you know, I watched a little bit of it. Um, I was watching a lot of college football that day. I did a whole lot of nothing on New Year's Day, but uh, I did like the the Shamrocks that lined the rink. I thought it was a pretty cool look uh, for anyone that's ever been to that venue. It's a pretty special place. Um, I just not a great tailgate. Uh, overrated as a tailgate Certainly. spot. People like to hail it as such, and I've done a lot of tailgating in my life, and I can tell you, it's all it is is it's the just a bunch of parking lots. It's the that's walk of the is. campus yeah, on the way to the stadium that is special. It's beautiful campus south bend not the greatest spot around but not that beautiful a campus either indiana university is far superior in almost every regard outside of football um yeah i would say so the rolling hills the granite <clears throat> for those of you that want to watch a great film that tells the tale of bloomington indiana breaking away and that the cutters it. and uh and all the granite that they dug up to build that glorious university a campus that they were shunned from frequenting because they were just local schlock uh, compared to the higher education You know folks. what's funny? I didn't even put two and two together, but I crossed paths uh, about two weeks ago with 
one Dennis Quaid. Come on. Yeah, I just met him. And as I as I like, liked, was that was that uh, appointment based or just randomly you you crossed paths? He was into uh, do an interview with Adam Carolla, and so he and okay. I crossed paths over there at Carolla headquarters. And uh, I as as I like to do, I like uh, just like I. Uh, a jerk. That's all. I'm a mm-hmm. meaningless jerk in the mm-hmm. big on the big blue marble. So I like to take my shots where I can where I can take them. And so as I have done in the past with some other high profile actors, I said uh, I po- I picked out a, an early movie and uh, said, "Man, you are great in Caveman." And he launched into the Ringo Starr classic, of course, from 1980. <laughs> and he he didn't bat an eye and just launched into. He's like, "Ah, oh, that was a lot of fun to make." But I'll tell you, I was attached to the hip for 16 hours to Ringo. That was not easy. <laughs> and we talked about John Matuzak for a little bit, and that was it. Good it was, stuff. It was fun. To talk. How about that cast, by the way, of Breaking Away? Uh, regularly overlooked because it was, you know, it, I guess it's kind of classified as a sports movie. If you classify it as a sports movie, it is one of the all-time great sports films ever made. And for those that don't know, sure. it surrounds the Little 500. You went to Indiana University, the bike race down there. Um, and the Cutters were the local team that enters to take on all the fancy frat boys. But you got Dennis They're still Quaid. a team, by the way, in real Every life. Yeah. But they're students. But yes, they go by Cutters as independents, not as associated with a fraternity or so. I think, I think the... Um, the granite, mo- the granite holes, whatever they would be called, have since filled in down there because you just dig for granite until you hit water, and then it fills up and it becomes a qu- qu- the granite quarry. I think they have all filled in down there. If uh, what if- do you mean they're still filled with water? Or not? Yeah, I think what happens yeah. you just dig until, and then all of a sudden it becomes these weird swimming holes that mm-hmm. people go out to to do uh, recreational do drugs. That, yeah. And and actually, there was that scene in Breaking Away where they were jumping off those granite cliffs into the water. Here's go ahead with the cast. Why so are here you we so go. impressed? Because I have I I'm gonna. Drive Drop your jaw, I think, Matt Money. You are. Look right. at look at handsome Hank looking behind the glass, uh, and I don't know who. One. I think I think Emma about? Emma just made the motion where they're like, let's just. Cut she's this she's portion. done. So you got Dennis Quaid, right? Daniel Stern Daniel. as the lanky, goofy, non-athletic, but damn, a lot of grit on that Cutters team riding that bike, right? Jackie Earl Haley. Yep. Kelly Leak from Bad News Bears is in that film. Nice pull, yeah. Kelly Leak. That's a good one. But get ready for this, Matt okay. Smith. You know the uh, bad guy boyfriend from the uh, from the jerk fraternity house who torments them in the quarry, yes, and so on. And then, and in fact, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. The main bike rider guy steals the girl right. because he's doing the what he's is got he? A beautiful Italian? head of hair. Yeah, he's yeah. Italian. He's uh, he uh, Cinzano. Ita- Cinzano yeah. is his. Uh, he is Cinzano. His he loves exactly. That. Right. He steals the girl, the guy who's uh, uh, who has his lady stolen from him as a jerk. Also, the jerk who gets killed in Die Hard, who gets shot in the office. Come on, Booby. Come on, let's make a deal. <laughs> That's Booby. That's the guy who. Good gets, pull. Yeah. See Emma. It the all comes around. Had you told us to cut before that moment, we wouldn't know that Booby. Come right. on, let's make a the deal. Seven the seven people still listening to this never know that. The Coke snorting bearded guy. Yeah. Bearded like, I know, guy yeah. I, listen, I you know he. Hey, I do I do deals. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll figure this out. <laughs> 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 all right, my mistake. It's my fault. Okay. Then he I gets shot. Is there anyone yeah. still with us? I will uh, say this. If, to the, if you're still listening, shout. I don't listen. I don't care. I can hear nothing. I'll tell you this. uh, I'm going to be more self-indulgent now. The reason that I uh, that I played that Steve Young to Terrell Owens touchdown pass, the catch two, it marks 
20 years ago that day because I remember standing at the LAX luggage carousel waiting for my bags. It was my first day as an Angelino. 20 years ago this moment. He caught it. He caught it. I didn't know. I said, well, I I remember standing there and talking to whomever was around and saying, does anybody know who won that Packers-Niners game? Because people were talking about football or whatever. And 20 years later, here we sit. That's and, exciting, Dave. Congratulations. And I've interviewed many of the guys on both of those teams. teams. How about that? 20 years later. I love it. I like, love that as well. Congratulations. I know. I, I mean, to say I love you, but I don't. I am but, way past my expiration date by uh, the accounting of anybody who's indulged me for four minutes. Like, it's enough already. Mm-hmm. And I've well uh, exceeded uh, that. So I'm way. I have to. I watched the Adam Sandler Netflix special. Did you watch that? Yep. It's great stuff. And it did say to me, not that I'm conflating myself with Adam Sandler, although I did once say to Adam <laughs> Sandler, and it's on camera, I did once say to him when I met him, hey, you were great on the Cosby show. Because he was, uh, remember, he was Cockroach and Theo's good friend. Remember that? No. no? no. He was when he was a teenager. Uh, and what did he say? Teenager. He laughed. He thought uh, he, he uh, got the spirit of what I was saying. But um, I watched that, and at the end, he basically pays tribute to himself, and it's a little like, well, you're honoring yourself here he's like yeah what am i gonna do i can't believe you know it's weird so i not conflating myself with adam sandler say (laughs) i know like by end of today is probably more likely than five years from now someone's gonna come and go like all right get out of here move out of (laughs) it's over it's enough already i i celebrate now because it could uh it could end uh, back to the mines any moment that's exactly right. Back yeah. to the mill, Georgievich. Get back to to the banks of the um, rivers. I jerk. feel responsible for uh, for knocking us off topic. So if I may get us back on topic, would you would you permit me that? No, I want to say one more thing. There off are many topic. people. There are many people <laughs> who are responsible for me being here twenty years later. And this Matt really Money is Smith, a, a big tribute Matt, to, Matt Money to yourself. Smith, Matt Money Smith uh, is uh, is prominent in that. Matt Money Smith is uh, a mensch. As anybody who Stop. has ever crossed paths with him knows, in this business is uh, one of the rarest things of all. He's a generous mm. person who looks to help other people elevate when so many other people are trying to make sure that they stay atop the mountain and kick everyone else down so yep. that they cannot be reached. Matt Money Smith goes out of his way to help other wow. people elevate a little bit. So kudos to you, Matt Money Smith. Handsome Hank. I'm not, You're also I'm not, here. I'm not on You're the, also here. No, no, I'm not on the mountain. I, <laughs> I stay on the plains. I'm not even trying to climb that mountain. <laughs> I'm on the plains below. That's right. Just looking up at you guys. If, All right. If you Adoringly. Yes. If you will permit me. Yes. <clears throat> oh, my God. What's happening next? Here we go now. Blocking everyone with an anti Notre Dame take because it means they didn't watch college football. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch a college football game that was played a few days ago? Ah! There was one team in all orange that was playing. They were they were doing a lot of dancing and stuff. My uh, my final statement on this: I think people have to to say they have to know. Says who? There's two. I think uh, Pete uh, can probably back me up on this. Pete Sampson, I think, tweeted this. That there were just two great teams, like six good teams, and then there's everyone else, and that's what happened. I'm trying so. to find your one tweet. I think you may have deleted it because it was so egregious. I don't but, delete. Uh, I don't delete tweets. You don't. All right, because I believe that the gist of it, and I'll try to 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 do it justice, was. Nine out of ten times, this yeah. game doesn't look like this. You're right. Ten out of ten times, that game looks like that. Uh, no, I ten out of ten totally, totally times, no that way. game.
game looks him, like that's just, that. That's Let just him have his hypothetical nonsense victory. That's just wrong. Come on. Why can't you let him have that? That meaningless. Because Marnie himself doesn't believe that. Clemson looked. Clemson looked whatever versus Duke ten times. Don't believe that. You don't believe that. Nothing better in an argument. I really, I really have to make my list of do's and don'ts in arguments. And one of the best tacks to take is is like you don't believe. Even you don't. But they don't because Clemson. Clemson looked pretty average versus Boston College and Duke. Notre Dame played sloppy. Ian Book had his worst game. It just happens. Coming from a man who wore an Ian Book jersey to his viewing party. How, how do you even find an Ian Book? Did you have to go to the bookstore in South Bend to purchase your Ian Book Notre Dame no. number 12 jersey? I got a site. I'll, I'll, let, you know, I'll let you know off air. It's good. That's Eddie, right. The bookman is here. Let's go, Notre Dame. Eddie Spaghetti, you know, I don't know what exactly is going on. Let's not bury the lead with the, yes. what Eddie Spaghetti has going on. The hairdo for 2019. Someone is... made a resolution in your household. No. It might have been your lady friend, Jada. Maybe it was you, but whatever it is, uh, hello. Just go natural. I just, didn't want, I just didn't want to wear a hat today. So I figured, like, I'll put on, like, nicer clothes and, like, a stupid T-shirt. And I was like, all right, then I don't need to do my hair. I won't wear a hat because it'll look funny with the whole outfit. So I didn't have time to gel it. It takes, like, 15 minutes. Can we tweet it It takes out? 15 minutes. How? Yeah. Like, I'm not, let's what? Because I'm not good at it. I just, I'm sorry. Well, I haven't done it in forever. But you just. You got to shape it. And then I was like, oh, not... I, have a, I have a calico. It's all, it's a mess. So I don't want to take. If I did that, I would have been late to, to work. <laughs> now we have to do. Now we have to do a little test on that at some point we need to go down to the makeup room they have all manner of gels and schmutzes and pomades and hairspray hair pepper if you want to get in on some of that although that's my private stash i'll I'll allow you to dip into it if you'd like thank you uh, either way, I do think we have to go down there and see exactly could, how long it's a great call. I'm hoping it I'll get better with practice, long. but we'll I didn't see. have time to gel. Is one of the weird. I was I, I, I had to go to the gym this morning, so I spent my oh, time humble there. brag. <laughs> hey, down. look, guys, I had to throw some iron hey. around. All right, I need it. I, it was all, leg day. All Eddie ellipticals back because I over the holidays I was not not <laughs> <Eddie> good. <elliptical. laughs> not good. But yeah. <laughs> you are the third member of the Dumb and Dumber crew now with uh, Lloyd Christmas and the other. Guy. I would love to see like a slow motion walk into the YMCA and like underneath it says That's where I go elliptical too. hammer strength <laughs> hang <laughs> dumbbell Dave and everyone just kind of walking in. <laughs> it's just it's January third and here they come. Eddie Elliptic. Love that. Yeah, that He's is back. Little, like yeah. <laughs> when they, if they ever do take a shot at Dumb and Dumber three, like <laughs> Eddie yeah. Elliptic hey, guess who's along? Number. Yeah, it's my fat cousin. <laughs> <laughs> can I be on the? Um, can I be? On, can I join the thick cast? I think that's where I'm. Uh, I think, I think anyway. you would. I think you would fit in pretty well. Then. I got on the scale. I'll tell you this though. I tell me what the weight. What did? What was the number? Let's yeah. guess. Let's right. go. Let's, guess. let's do, let's do a little. A let's guess. do a little roundabout. All right, I'll take a spin. Here we go. Let's do a little roundabout. Just stand up so we can see. Okay. He's a big bone gentleman. Nah, this is easy. I think I know it. You think you're, you think you're gonna? I'm pretty good with weight. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to start? I mean, Eddie, if you I know can it, start. I think you set the tone. Because Dave isn't Dave. Like he makes jokes, but he's not as 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 thick as he really seems in his head. Uh, <laughs> I'm thick in my head. He nah, is thick in his head. Well, yeah. You're not that tall. I would say you're I'm six feet tall. No, you're you not. are. You're not. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> no, think. no, you're not. No, you're not. You're. Uh... <laughs> so is Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. Dave. I'm six, I get feet, it. Tall. six feet tall. I measure up. 
I go to the doctor. He says six feet. I thought Eddie had this. Why is it taking you so long? You just said I got this. You're like uh, 188. Oh, that's way too low. What? what? That is way low. Because I'm not. Because no. That is way low. Not. I don't think Dave is. Dave has not seen. Dave has not seen the single hundreds. Like in, is, in a is, long, right. long time. Emma, what do you got? Uh, I'm going with three bills here. <laughs> <laughs> Seems excessive. <laughs> I'm going two, two, two. Whoa. 222 Jeez, pounds. No no, okay. I'm going 202. 202. 202. The correct answer is... And I, I will say it was one of it's one of those digital ones sure. when you get on like mm-hmm. starts not necessarily all that accurate. For a split second, for a split second, a chill went up my spine as I saw it read for it. It, it teased me. It said two o o point whatever, and then it dropped quickly. Just all of a sudden went one ninety nine point six. Yeah, that and that's that's fat for me. I'm there fat. I got to get it down to about like 190. What are you What are you weighing at at the moment, Eddie? I don't weigh myself, but right about I'm like I'm like six two, two ten, two. So no one asked for your height. <laughs> your well, height. you got to know the full. That's I the don't weigh height. myself. Yeah. Does someone else weigh you? I don't. Ca- I haven't stepped on a scale, and I just kind of maintain. I know where I'm at. Like <laughs> he just has one of those pinchers for his <laughs> body fat. <laughs> what I do know is my body fat is it's six and a half. Percent. I own. I own a caliber. I don't. I know putting moose in my hair weighs me down. I don't got time for it. Right now I'm heavier. I'm, I'm probably two ten. Normal I'm like two two o five. Emma VP, how much you weigh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, the game of pro football, oh, yeah. and let's we'll, we'll get into the games. We'll do the red challenge flag. Get you ready for the wild card. I'm interested to hear what Matt Money Smith, the voice of the Chargers, thinks about this rematch a fortnight after the two teams tangled on uh, on the left coast. Uh, Money, though, I'll start with you on this. Antonio Brown, the Pittsburgh Steelers. What gives? What are your thoughts? Well, I think all the speculation that he's going to be traded or cut is ridiculous. That's, do you really? I really do. That's, I don't. That's crazy. That is such a huge cap number to have to. No, aid. they can do, they can part with that with very little. Uh, but then they got to replace him. I know, but so, that, but, but but the cap thing should be as a as a. Uh, a it's not a twenty one point nine million no, dollar they, cap hit. They're not that dead money though. It is not like that. It's a couple million. All right, then you know what? I think they're probably going to trade him. <laughs> I think they are going to. I mean, I, I, I really do. And, you know, if you watch the press conference. In the span of 12 months, no Lev Bell, no Antonio Brown. Right. On this and game. then you're left with That's Ben Roethlisberger, crazy. who's coming to the natural end that of his career. That is crazy. Why would, that, why would you do that? As you know, my glass always is half full about everything in the uh, uh, on this life. It's it's a blessing. You really uh, are. This life. You're that guy. Uh Two words, cap space. That's the answer to that. Doesn't mean they're going to be good in 2019, but I mean, what are, what are you going to do? But what does the cap space get them? Like, what does that get them? I then mean, what? it's not like, you know, 21 million bucks, it's a back, lot of money, but Bell. it's it's for the best receiver in, in, in the football, in the game of football. Like, that's, I, you, you don't just replace that. Right. But you also, I mean, it is pretty untenable, don't you think? But I mean, the guy, every, as every, Mike Tomlin, the head coach, is, is addressing the media saying, Here's what actually happened. I was trying to trying to protect his dignity and keep the team intact, whatever the reasons behind it. But what actually happened, Antonio didn't show up. We couldn't get in touch with him. This is before a game that the Steelers had to win. And, uh, you know, the Browns complete a final drive. We're talking about the Steelers in the playoffs, and we'll st- we'd still be aware of this Antonio Brown dysfunction. We'd still be having this conversation. Um, but as it is, Antonio Brown – 
simultaneously as Tomlin is telling this tale to the press is with James Harrison, who is another guy who's uh, disparaged Mike Tomlin on his way out the door, is putting up videos on on social media, basically condescendingly laughing at Mike Tomlin. I don't know how you continue forward with. No, that. I mean what what he's done is is he quit on his team. Like I don't know how. Right, he, so I how, don't know how he, this isn't the Cincinnati Bengals. No, right. I don't know how you about that. But my, my point is that also every single one of these. Disputes has also involved, like the Steelers' issues have involved Ben Roethlisberger as a as a common part of it as well. Whether it's booting booting coordinators out of there. So what's your arguing, resolution to uh, that? Roethlisberger is coming to the end of his career as well. It, it, it comes down to it's Mike. If Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat going into next season, right? As I a suppose. fan, yeah. So I'm do you want? Would you rather that go into not any buzz uh, coming out of the organization as far as that goes? That so it's just for him, does is he is he the only person who's able to make it right with Antonio Brown and then with the rest of the team with Antonio Brown is Mike Tomlin. So f- does he want to go into a season where he's on the hot seat, possibly loses his job with the best receiver in football or without him? Uh, a fascinating point. That and you, if you were going to trade him out there, why destroy his value right. by making all that public? You know, to, to me, it, it, it's like if you're going to trade him, you're going to say, hey, look, you know, we love Antonio. We want Antonio to stick around, you know, and then GM start calling that's you and you what, say, yeah, hey, we'll what, take a first we'll form. Take, we'll take we'll take a se- we'll take two seconds. We'll take, you know, but not to go out and say, I think what you do is you try to turn the tide against Antonio and get him to come back with his hands out. Like, I'm sorry. You know, I let you guys down. Let's make this right. To me, that's kind of how it reads. It just it just seems crazy to trade that guy away. This is a really good football team. I mean, they're good on both lines i assume you know look ben roethlisberger is he at the end of his career sure but he's still pretty damn good it, it's not like you go into next year saying ah steelers don't have any chance with that ben guy at quarterback well, like i don't see that it's happening. not a small it's not a small matter if let's say 84 is on the roster come 2019 they do all of a sudden have 15 million dollars that they didn't have a year ago because 26 is not coming back Although you let Antonio Brown go, you know, what, what have we heard from Levy and Bell? Oh, he's a receiver as well. Perfect. Solve two problems. Bring back. Oh, oh no, wait. I don't think that's going to happen. There's also, it's a team that's drafted well, you know, so it's not like you can't fit. Look, how many times do we see rookie running backs come in and light it up regardless of what round they're taken in? I mean, with that offensive line, you don't think you can go out and draft a legitimate running back, you know, to, to help rotate, I guess, with Jalen Samuels and, and James Conner and all. Of course you can. It's not that, that team is not far away. I have largely taken a, the sky is not uh, is not falling um, angle on this, but I, I I mean I do get and and I do think that if you wait things out, that things look a little bit better than they do a week a, you know a week after the fact, a month after the fact, whatever. I don't know though. I just, I, I can absolutely see come March the Steelers trading him away. That's a maybe. Better. Maybe, but I mean, then you get. I mean, if he, if, if Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown don't get along, which would seem to be the case at this point, I'm, I, I don't really know how you move. But forward then, then if you do, and you get a first rounder, or you get a second rounder, and a first rounder for him over a couple of years, then you start packaging that up and get Ben Roethlisberger's replacement. That would be the best outcome for. Or him, perhaps is. they have it, and Mason well, that's Rudolph. The they they got... seem to like him quite a bit. But either way, um, yeah, I, I, and he's it, only got one year left, right? So I don't know how much you get. How much do you really get for Antonio Brown right. on the trade market outside of just getting rid of that salary? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I can't envision. Although I guess you know, with one year left on his deal, the Cowboys gave up a one. So maybe you can't get a one for Antonio. Well, Brown. the one thing I'll say about it is this: Yes, it is weird that this team isn't in the playoffs. 
They didn't have Levy and Bell all season. I think you heard about that. And yet they still could be in the mix. And the, the vexing, bemusing thing about this era of the Pittsburgh Steelers is that for all the drama, get A.B. out of there and Roethlisberger's a diva too and Mike Tomlin has lost control and all that talk, legitimate as it is, if Jarvis Landry after scooping that ball impossibly to keep the drive alive right. in Baltimore, then catches the next ball thrown out into the left flat uh, or at the sticks, I should say, by Baker Mayfield catches that and the Browns kick a field goal and the Steelers are in the playoffs. We're not just they're not just in the mix. What we're talking about is now it's like, I'll tell you who the people don't want to play are the Steelers. Sure. They went down to New Orleans and beat that team that was highly incented to win that game to get themselves a bye. Pittsburgh won that game essentially. Uh, were it not for a couple of bad calls, that's what is insane about this team, that you can be that loaded, that scary. And so it's hard to say, pull the plug on it. Just reboot that. The answer is, the answer is, why would you get rid of Antonio Brown? Because it's it's full on reboot. We're just starting from scratch. We're getting rid of all the diva behavior. And we're we're going, we're going. uh, But to your point, I don't think anyone looks at that team and says the talent isn't there. It's more about the culture and the, you know, everything, the chemistry in the locker room. And I guess that, I guess, probably is either Ben or Antonio Brown or Mike Tomlin not being able to pull it all together. The the one way you, I guess, try to to, to reconcile the idea of getting rid of him is is, Juju's a number one. You know, do we feel good enough about our number two or our number three, be it Rodgers, Washington, whatever it may be? And between Vance McDonald or if you draft the tight end, is there enough for us to replace that to get rid of all this, to just get rid of this distraction. I think that's where they're going to go. That's what it is. It's then been, because it's been three years. It's not it's, football value. It's this chemistry. Is not, this is not, this hasn't boiled over from mid-December to now. This is three years in the making. This has been, uh, you know, country club attitude, it seems like, or to cover up uh, or to obscure these uh, these things that are happening with their high-end players and Levy and Bell's going to work out. And that was an embarrassment for the, organization surely the way the bell thing went down now this i wouldn't be surprised if someone in the rooney family blows in a call to kevin colbert and says this i don't know what you guys are doing but this is not who we want to be seen as being in the in the national football league we must uh, start from scratch i could see that happening and i think that is kind of the i would imagine you can get a second for him you know, I, I I would imagine there's a team willing to pony up a second for that guy. Uh, the other thing is one more thing about Antonio Brown, and then we'll go on. But uh, a larger point about it is that um, it is very strange for the obsession that we have in talking about these guys because they're fun to watch and everything else. Very rarely in the 21st century are the teams that win Super Bowls the ones that have those guys. They no Terrell Owens, no Randy Moss. The Patriots Chad almost Johnson. did it. Those guys don't get over yeah. the hump. I mean, they, you know, Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne did, but I mean, those are um, those are. But those were receivers who were kind of exceptions to the diva type rule. I suppose. But yeah, but but the but the larger point is if you think how can you give away that guy? He's too good to to give him away. It's not an essential piece that you need to have to win Super Bowls. So Hey all right. Emma, do you think this is a front runner for the uh most overused check bit of twenty nineteen? Definitely, because this conversation's gonna go on for months. So. Yeah. I think, I, think, I think it's gonna I think we can, I think this is I wonder. I, I mean I clearly think, I think you might as well just get one of those trophies I wonder right if the now. The Steelers and, will yeah. just leave it quiet because there's really nothing they can do between now and March, so we'll well or so it will be will it be something for us to pick over for the next two months? I don't know. I think uh, be, the, I think Super Bowl week, believe me, Antonio Brown will be in Atlanta. No question. They'll be he'll be on every network. They'll be oh yeah. 
This you is think gonna, so? This is this will be the the topic of conversation. He was that just period. on the Masked Singer for God's sakes last right. uh, night. This is not someone so who's going to sit it out. I know, but I wonder if Drew Rosenhaus will be like, "Hey, AB, come over here and uh, keep a low profile here." You know, yeah, let's, not, luck, let's not do let's not do that. the uh, media row. That's not going to help our case here. If you hit the media row and start disparaging, and how does uh, Antonio respond to that? Yeah. Shut up, Drew. Shut up, Drew. I just, <laughs> I'm getting a new agent. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get to it then. The teams that are still in the mix, the 12 lucky teams out of 32 that will be playing this week and next. It's time for the wild card round edition of the Red Challenge Flag Picks. Red Challenge Flag Picks! Man, I got to come hard if I'm going yeah, to to get past Hank. Jeez. Poor Texans. Are they really the first game again? They always, if it's of the Texans, they they're yeah. the Texans against the Colts that Saturday, you're, Saturday you're afternoon. Houston Texans are perennial hors d'oeuvre to start the playoffs. <laughs> that really is how they treat it. No wonder they have a chip on their shoulder. But then again, I will say that perhaps they deserve that slot since for all their success. I think one of the most undercovered things in the last decade is when you talk about the teams that generally get to the postseason, we, you know, the Patriots, obviously, Ravens and or Steelers, uh, Packers, generally speaking, and so on. But no one talks about the Texans. They're all they win that division a lot. It's weird. I mean, I guess the division generally is. I mean, injured Andrew uh, Luck has shifted that a little bit. A so, little bit, right? Know. But they still, but nevertheless, they're winning the they're winning divisions. But the problem is the bugaboo, and it's not a small one, is that they don't do anything when they get to January. Right. This is the time that they must make that change. I don't love this matchup for them. Nope. With uh, with Andy Luck and company rolling into town, handsome. I'm going to start with you okay. on this one. It's the Colts. It's the Texans. It's an AFC South redo. And by the way, in Week Four. In overtime, these two teams are both terrible. Both, I think neither. Oh, no, there's one win between them. The the Colts had won in D.C. in week two, if I remember correctly. The the Texans were over at that point. Frank Wright goes for it in overtime, and this essentially propels both teams uh, to better days. And now round three, Colts, Texans, handsome Hank. Choose. I'm going to take Houston. Oh, I thought you were going to go 12. Money throws the red challenge flag. He likes luck on his side. I do. Tell us more. Uh, Great offensive line and a pretty darn solid underrated defensive front uh, that's going against, I would say, the worst offensive line in the postseason. Definitely the worst. So, you know, I mean, what is, I think Andrew Luck has a 510 yard passing game and a 460 yard passing game against him in their two games. Uh, this season, they've just looked like the better team when when they've squared off. You have that weird fourth down call by Frank Reich that cost him the game uh, the first time around. And then they went down to Houston a few weeks ago and just beat the snot out of them. So I, I don't see I, I feel like this Colts team is the proverbial team. Nobody wants to face because you got an O-line that is damn good, even though they're young, especially with the return of Ryan Kelly, since he said he's coming back a running back rotation with Naheem Hines and Marlon Mack that now seems to balance out what's probably a little bit of a lack of pass catchers. Um, but at the same time, Andrew Luck's been so good. If I go through the wild card teams, you can probably make the case that he's the best quarterback in this round in terms of how he's playing right now in this moment. I think maybe Russell Wilson would be the other one just because Phillip Rivers has really struggled the last couple weeks. So I would say if you tell me I get to pick any of the quarterbacks in this round, I'm taking Andrew Luck for this weekend. And 
quarterbacks typically, I don't know, dictate a little bit of how these games are going to turn out. I love that you just brought all that up because you know what I like about this game? Why I think the Texans are going to win? For all the talk of Andrew Luck, and rightly so, he deserves it four months ago. Many of us, including me, were saying, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if he's ever going to look the same again. All I hear is he can barely hold a football, and here he is taking his team to the playoffs. But let's not sleep on the other quarterback, the big game performer himself, Deshaun Watson. Who's played well the last month? Deshaun Watson, that's who. And if you cut him loose a little bit, a guy who can negate, as we've seen, there are a handful of guys who can survive a crummy O-line in front of them. I think Deshaun Watson is one of those guys. And if you cut him loose and say, with the premise being, well, we have six months, run him around. Hey, Deshaun, we can't have you running all over the place week in and week out. This is the NFL. You're going to get hurt, and then we're you're not doing us any favors on the sideline. Now you go for broke. And that, yeah, but they, t- they took the training. Make work. plays. Be the star of the team. You're right. the you're our man. They stand they, back they, there and get hit sixty times. No, they took the, the training. The they took the training wheels off him last week and said, "All right, don't don't worry about standing back there. You make plays. Run, run around there." Right? I yeah, mean, and that's I, what they're going to do this week. Sure. And they're healthy in the secondary, finally, which they were not. If you want to knock them for the Eagles' loss, which I do, because, of course, they would have been a two-seed if they would have just held on and they'd be resting right now, and the Patriots would be looking into the abyss of wild-card weekend. Instead, it's now the Texans. I, ju- I, I think the secondary, I, I usually go with, you know what's hard to do? is lose to a team twice and then beat them. But this is now split. There's a weird result. I agree with you that the Colts have been the better team in the first two matchups. But I they got it. Romeo's got to figure something out to take away an injured T.Y. Hilton sufficiently that your home team is going to be able to outscore the Colts. I, I, I That's what I'm, I'm betting on, that – Honey Badger plus one of those three corners that they have, all of whom are good corners, by the way. Kareem Jackson is a nice one, but have him double T.Y. What's going to kill you on that? Eric Ebron's going to burn you? That's what it is. It's the tight ends. I mean, it's Stanford all over again, right? Giant offensive line that gets a push, gives Andrew Luck time to throw in the middle of the field to his tight ends. I mean, that's what he did at Stanford to the tune of 10 wins a year, and that's kind of what Chris Ballard has built there. In you know, with the lack of of legitimate pass catching outside receivers, and and luck has been able to adapt. Um, the, again, for me, it comes to and, and by the way, Kenny Moore's pretty darn good corner. Does not get a lot of credit in, in uh, Indianapolis. Marcus Hunt has resurrected his career, you know, has since he came over there. So it's and Darius Leonard's just a tackling machine, right? So it's kind of like you have. You have and Malik Hooker, and, and now I'm just doing the whole sports radio guy name <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, let me tell you that Malik Hooker too, and don't forget about that Darius Leonard, you know. But what I'm saying is, you have a quality player on every level of that defense to try to keep Deshaun Watson in check. Now that is, you're absolutely right. That is the ultimate X factor. Is here is someone who has performed exceptionally in the biggest moments when it requires him to play above and beyond his skill set. And if you watch Alabama the last few years and you think about what that guy did in those games against Alabama, that's all you have to kind of lean on when it comes to what kind of quarterback is Deshaun Watson. He's spectacular. Our pal Patrick Claybon uh, can deny it all he wants. I believe in clutch i believe in the clutch gene he does not i think but luck has it too you know luck has it too that's a guy that went to an afc championship game when he you look at that roster he took to the afc championship and he's got it as well i just fair enough yeah 
It's I'll, I'll take the Colts. All right. If you are right, it will be the Colts at the Chiefs in the divisional mm-hmm. round. Yes. If I'm right, uh, it uh, gets a little murkier there. I get well, I guess we just have to wait. Now, now if, the, if I'm right and Handsome's right, it'll be the Texans up in Foxborough, in which case burn have a big bonfire and burn those Letterman's jackets. You don't want a week. Yeah, let's not. Let's not about that. that. Um, all right. Next up. Uh, Matt Money Smith, you let us know. Talk about the, oh, no one wants to play this team. It's whoever survives this game in Big D because they both run the ball and play defense. It's the Seahawks. It's the Cowboys. Choose. Taking the Seahawks. Really? All three of us oh, wow. are taking I thought I was the gonna get two, I thought I was going to get two of them. Anybody? Uh, spaghetti? You want to try to make a case for the Cowboys? I, I'm on the Hawks. It's funny because the thing that people are pointing to, James Jones did it uh, uh, a day or two ago here in Studio 66 with us. Oh, by the way, we should play back the audio of his picks on this, too, as a as a counterpoint. Um, but I'll steal his thunder a little bit and, and, and make the note that most are, which is the Seahawks have not played well on the road. Uh, they're dominant at home. They're not mm-hmm. as much. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a, a pedigree snob QB, as Matt Money Smith uh, is on record as saying roughly six and a half minutes ago. QBs matter in the playoffs. Three is greater than four in football terms. Ergo, Hawks. Plus the running game. I mean, you got three, but then you also have a ground game from Seattle that's that's really getting going. And I get that Ezekiel Elliott can do that, but but the Seahawks running game now it looks dominant again. And I think that I think they can just grind it out against the Cowboys defense. To me it's it, it just defensively that Seattle team is really settled in. Mm-hmm. Um you know we talked about you know in, in weeks past when we're just kind of doing red challenge flat picks for the regular season, just how underrated Frank Clark is as an edge rusher. He's he's going to give Dak Prescott trouble. If they try to run the ball, Frank Clark is going to be back there. And if they try to run the ball through the tackles, Jaron Reed has been really good. We know that Bobby Wagner is probably the best tackler in the NFL and the best middle linebacker in the NFL. And after kind of dismantling through injury and trades and just straight letting them walk, the Legion of Boom, the secondary is now settling in. And, you know, when you have a, a defense, and, and it's probably not fair to, to Dak. I was actually going through his game logs last I don't night. Think he's, I don't think he's guard. A lot he's of people He's been pretty declare, damn good all year I, long. Yeah, I, I mean, he has been pretty damn good. He's had a couple good. of, yes. You two get, stinkers. He had two really well, bad Well, you can games. even circle drives and just be like, oh, God, oh, that's an NFL QB. But I think over the course of 16 games, he's been fine. People have overstated how how, how uh, big a uh, deficit he is to the rest of the And game. I guess, and this is probably terrible, but whatever. I Jason Garrett's just not a good head coach. That's is, another good point. He is point. not that's, a good that's head a coach. And that's, to me, you get into a game where we suspect this is going to be a tight contest. Two teams dominate time of possession, grind out 12, 14 play scoring drives. Maybe they end in field goals instead of touchdowns. And now you're in a fourth quarter where the, Seah- where the Seahawks are up one, where the Cowboys are up two. And you tell me I get a guy who's been to two Super Bowls and has been able to remake this team on the fly, or I get a guy who probably should have been fired five or six times already during his coaching tenure, that that to me is going to come into play as well. All right. Well, so we're all in agreement. I thought uh, somebody would volunteer for America's team, but uh, let's move on to Charm City, shall we? Matt Money Smith on the call with Daniel Jeremiah, who has a side note muzzle tub to Mike Mayock. I say I said this five years ago. I like to call my shots like Babe Ruth and 32 and Wrigley. I said this five, seven years ago. Daniel Jeremiah will be a general manager in pro football. Do you buy that as his partner, Matt Money Smith? 
Oh, Unless yeah. he doesn't want to. Oh, yeah. It'll, it'll be up to him. I, I, you know, I see Somebody will when we him. go on the road, he is interacting with every single GM, every director of player personnel. He is universally beloved. Except um, by you for some weird reason. Why, why do you weird. think he can't handle this? I think he took a lot of the limelight. I want to talk to the GMs. I want to talk to the West Coast area scout. No, I don't get to talk to them. Yeah. When we're doing our lap, who am I talking to? The guy with the uh, with the Lucha Libre mask that's got lightning bolts on the side, and DJ's over there talking <laughs> to the president of football operations. <laughs> I, I think I, it would behoove you money to be a little I really bit less do public think. about about. Oh, is this the issue on? between the two of you? Oops. Why? It's worked out for the Steelers. So, all right, <laughs> let's yeah. talk about the Chargers and the Ravens, both of whom. Dump the Steelers, and uh, maybe we should. I'm sick. We should be talking about the Chargers at the Steelers right now. But, okay, we're not. We're talking about the Chargers at the Ravens. <laughs> Matt Money Smith's not even going to pick this one. No. So, handsome Hank. Well, we know he's going to pick the Chargers. <laughs> so, Spaghetti, you jump in here. Uh, handsome Hank, Chargers, Ravens. Choose. You guys have both talked about teams that no one wants to face. For me, it's the Ravens. I mean, and the Ravens will win this game. I agree. I agree that no one wants to play the them. Flag. But you threw the flag. Because 52 years worth of Super Bowl evidence, which means 104 teams that have entered the tournament, none of them have been carried to a Super Bowl by a rookie quarterback. Lamar Jackson. We're not, gonna, not talking about them winning the Super Bowl. I'm talking about them winning okay, this game. I know it's the first step. In Baltimore. I think, the and by the way, to go against what I just said there, I Lamar Jackson partially because of the philosophy, there's not pressure. There's not as much pressure on him. He doesn't walk out onto the field thinking like, if I don't come out slinging and throwing strikes, my team's going to lose. That's a lot of pressure on me. He's, he's put in a position to run around. But even with that being said, he was so good in that game against the Browns. He gets no credit. Baker Mayfield gets all the credit for coming out there and being heroic and all that. Lamar Jackson hit the field going full speed with the season on the line. Uh, shaming professional athletes, right. you know, professional athletes. He embarrassed once again, handing the ball off to Gus Edwards and uh, and the uh, fat Kenny Dixon. Now, when, <laughs> are we ever going to talk about what happened to Kenny Dixon in those two months off? He really so got he's fat, a big guy. but he's still good. He's a big guy. Either way, the thing that people have pointed out to me, people smarter than I have said, go back and watch some of that Carson game uh, and watch that how F Eric Weddle gets inside 17's head over the course of 60 minutes. Er Phil Rivers doesn't like it. Eric Weddle knows what Phil wants to do. But the other side of that is Phil Rivers is smart enough, too, to now know how to react to what Eric right. Weddle. And what's further, Gus Bradley now has 60 minutes of tape on what the Ravens want to do, like a pitcher who goes uh, through the league once the first time. He, he mows them all down second time. That's the real test. I think that I, I'm not sleeping on what the Ravens can do and how good that defense is, but I think Phil Rivers and company, there's something potentially special on the line for them this year. I think they rise enough to survive this one. 20 to 19. Ooh. The Chargers get it. I just, I'm, I'm not sure that Lamar Jackson, when you watch him, is a guy where you're like, okay, now we've seen him, we've worked him out because of all the things you just talked about. Because he goes out there and embarrasses guys with stuff that you can't game plan for. I, I you know, I want he's so fleet of foot money. Um, you know, the in in the first in the first game defensively, the Chargers were great. I mean, they held Lamar Jackson to 39 yards rushing. Outside of the first carry when they were shell-shocked because Rivers threw an interception on the first play from scrimmage, uh, Gus Edwards rumbles for 43 yards. From that moment on, the rest of the game, the running game averaged 3.6 yards per carry. I mean, they adjusted. They had goal line stands where they forced field goals instead of touchdowns. When they needed a three and out, they forced a three and out. The Chargers had their worst 
their worst, bar none, not even close, offensive game of the season. They were terrible. And they had the ball first and 10 at the Baltimore 39 with three minutes left, three timeouts, the two-minute warning, down six. And I think that's so, – so the question that's is, right. can the offense just be average? If the defense stays the same, can the offense figure out what went wrong with the inside of that line, all the stunts and the delayed blitzes they were running, and just get back to average with now a healthy Melvin Gordon, a return of Austin Eckler – can they do that to get to 20 to 19 instead of basically 16 to 10 before right. the Antonio Gates fumble? That's how is, the Ravens play everybody. Every it's game the is Buccaneers like that. in Baltimore or the Chargers across the country. So that's, and I don't know if the answer is yes or no, but I mean, that's what they had. The, the defense right. had it. They, Gus Bradley had that. He cracked that code for the final two and a the half quarters though, of that is, game. I'm with you, but the killer is the thing that swung that game. What swung the AFC playoff picture was Lamar Jackson right after the Ravens, fi- the Chargers finally break through, get in the end zone. They come right back and Lamar Jackson throws that is best ball pass of the year on the money. What rivaled by the one a best passes when he rolled out to the right. And, and by well, also the Browns took the score there in the first half. And you thought, Ooh, I, you know that you could feel the nervousness coming from the stands down onto the sidelines and Lamar Jackson on third down was dead to rights in the backfield. And he scrambled away and ran around a couple of guys and then ran up the left sideline. Looked like he was going out of bounds and dipped in for five more yards. I think that was what swung the game that day. And I think what swung the game in San Diego yeah. or in, uh, Los Angeles was, or Carson was that throw by Jackson. That's yeah. I mean, two plays later, they, people they act go like up. he's up, like, oh, he's Jamel Holloway. He can't throw the ball. You know, he can throw the ball fine. The, the, he it, gets wide open looks at things. And that's, and I guess, look, this is just, it sounds like excuse making, but you know, you take that play out. Everyone's like, oh, he had a great passing day. Okay. He had one play where Adrian Phillips blew his coverage. You know, he, he went for, and look, this is the challenge that the Ravens present. That's what it is. He that's went it. for the exactly. fake and he lost his half step. Andrews got behind him. Jaleel Adai was played out of position all year, took the wrong angle as a free safety. He should be a strong, but he's playing high because Derwin's so good in the box. Ends up blowing it, and it's a 68-yard completion. You know, something that the Ravens do not get a lot yeah. of. So. I think, and by the way, I think that's uh, how do you I think you're spot to, on with the score. It's going to be a super How do you tight slow game. down? How do you slow down Lamar is uh, Derwin James. I mean, I, I don't know if it's that simple as that Derwin's going to spy him the whole game, but I think. I mean, know, he was he was a fingertip away, uh, but that's the that's what's so frustrating about it is Bosa and Derwin, they damn near had him four or five times for losses of 10, 12 yards, and he escapes. It's a and game. he escapes. It's, it's maddening. You know, it's yeah. got to be maddening for players that are that good and that elite to be that close, only to have that guy hit another gear and just bend and tweak his body into different shapes. It's, it's like nothing you've ever seen, the way that guy escapes trouble. I think it's very Vince Youngy. I really do. I think like when I see and when he does that sidearm little sling like uh, VUI used to do and that gliding style that he has, very similar to uh, to that guy. Well, my, whatever my happens. My red challenge flag broke a little Uh-oh. bit, so let's get to it here. Whatever happens, we know that we'll be, we'll be rooting for money to carry on. That's exactly right. Season. Yes. Good, That's right. Good luck. Let's go. March to the bowl. Um, Not scheduled to be we'll there with you yet, but boy, I hope I am. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, we'll see Darn you right. See you then. By the way, spoiler alert, that is the way it's going to go. It's the Chargers <laughs> and the Rams. I told you that in August. All right, here we go. Last one, the story until it isn't a story anymore and the Next season month. is over for the team in green. Well, we'll see about that. It's the world champions at the Chicago Bears, the hometown of one Matt Money Smith. Let's let him do it. Uh, this one's tough. Do I want to get hit with flags or not? I'm going to take... Uh, 
I'm going to take the Eagles. Taste it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I <laughs> love the Knicks. It's a tough one, man. I, I like almost the- And I almost said Bears. I did. Handsome, explain yourself. Um, I think that the I don't think the Eagles' offensive line is playing well. I don't think they're, they're going to be able to do anything with that with that pass defense. I think I think there's I think there's a lot of reasons. They, there's no running game to speak of from Philadelphia. There's I that just, as well. I don't necessarily see what it is that the Eagles do to to win this game. That's fine. All but you I, need I, is I an want... average performance, which is all you're ever going to get from Mitchell Trubisky. That's what I'm saying. And, like three and, interceptions from Mitchell Trubisky is the way I that's, just that maybe is how it happens. Listen, that goes, the spot could be too big for him we haven't yeah. seen what he's capable of doing but before, i don't think they're going to put him in a position before anything to do else. That. and the eagles there's no reason why he should be throwing the three interceptions because they shouldn't he should throw awesome. 12 times Handsome, throw 12 whatever times. happens to I, I want your yeah. public apology and i want it now i told you three weeks ago if nick falls i said if he just happens to win three games in a row and gets this team to the playoffs there will be buzz from philadelphia like oh, maybe we should be keeping Foles, not wentz it took one game for that but, it's to not, but that's not but that, that is absolutely that what people are doing by by people i want your with, apology you you said i was wrong you said i was right you laughed oh People who I told that you what would happen, and it's, idiots, a, it's happened. People are talking like that are idiots. <laughs> really? Are they? Yes. They're dumb if All they think them. that? Every single one of them. I don't know, man. I, if I, I would be hard-pressed to say goodbye to Nick Foles if he wins, thi- if he wins this game. If he wins just this just game. Just this one. If he wins this yeah, game. Because they're not beating the Saints. That right. is not They happening. win this game. I don't know how you would rightly be like, yeah, we, yeah. oh, did you hear the news, Eagles fans? Yeah, we traded Nick Foles. We're keeping the kid, though. Almost won the MVP last year. I think there's no question he's gone next year. Yeah. I don't think there's any think way so they keep too. a $20 million guy. I think so, too. I'm just saying that that, but in a place like Phil, it's not Los Angeles. Right. Philadelphia, that's all Carson Wentz will ever hear about is like, you're not as good as Nick Foles. Should have traded you and kept the other guy. That's what he'll hear. And every human being, some, maybe he'll be, maybe it'll steal his attitude. Maybe but other guys crumble from that. Other guys right. don't like that. Well, I don't know which one Carson Wentz is. But either way. The Bears. Bears. I'm not either way, and then in this it. conversation is moot. It <laughs> yeah. was a sweet run there, but <laughs> exactly. the Bears will. Well, you know what's going to happen? Watch this. The the uh, Bears will jump up early because Nagy has had a knack at, in uh, in big games this season. He jumps them. He he scri- You can see he scripts it out, and they get ahead, and then they hold on. I think that'll be the formula this time. I bet you. Wouldn't be surprised if it's like ten nothing. I'm lamenting uh, my selection of the Eagles now. I just seven. realized I picked all four <laughs> wild card teams. <laughs> every single game, I picked the wild card team to win every single game. That is not likely to happen. We will. Uh, uh, we will be on Total Access at some point this week and uh, also look for the video really? show of the Dave Damashek football program predicting for you. Really? <laughs> uh, I think so. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, well I'm, I'm going to be talking with handsome uh, David Carr. The two da- the two handsome Daves are going to be breaking down the Texans and uh, Colts game as well on Thursday's Total Access. Who's the other handsome Dave? That's not a good start to 2019. David Jones Drew? <laughs> not a Drew? good start at all. <laughs> You want to get nominated for a Shecky Award. You don't yeah. just... Uh, don't that just ship sh- has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? You know who's a good By the fella? way, hold on you know a second. Wait, 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 wait. Can I just nominee? say one thing? Coconut. Yeah, that's right. Delicious. It restored... You drank some coconut it water and it became my fruit faith in produce. That's ridiculous. When I needed it I'll most, the coconut rose up and delivered <laughs> an terrible. exotic and delicious nectar. Oh, I mean, Awful. You're awful. Terrible. You're both awful. <laughs> Neither awful. one of you is getting nominated for nothing. All right. You know who might? The great James Jones. Why? 
partially because of this very fine conversation we had just the other day about the wild card games. Take a listen. You listen to the world champions are at the Bears. Who else should I possibly say here? Your game MVP, mm. Nick Foles. Mm. <sighs> I dare you to say Nick Foles is going to go into Chicago and win this game. You know, this is tough because the Philadelphia Eagles remind me of the 2010 world champions mm-hmm. that beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, remember. I don't know which team that was because I know it's sensitive to you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who went in there and beat the Steelers, but that 2010 team caught fire mm. at the right time. And we had to go on the road for every single game. And when we got off the plane, we said, we feel bad they got to play us. We just was swag- we was we was that swagged up like we finna kill. I feel bad that Richard we Mendenhall fumbled on the first play of the fourth <laughs> quarter else the result We're, we're like we are finna way. kill everybody. You could just see people getting off the bus with the swag and you like you just knew there's no way we're losing this game. That's how Philly is thinking. It's weird. I, I mean, I don't think we're making. I know for all the stuff, every time you turn on your TV, Nick Foles is looking back at you. But it's still not enough in my book. This is weird what's happening. If he wins just one game, I don't know what. Like, people are talking like he has to go in the Hall of Fame. That's a little silly. But <laughs> That is very silly. But – he has some crazy records. But, he has the most touchdown passes in one game. He has the most completions in a row in one game. He t- he ran the table with the 2017 Eagles. What if he does anything close to that I, again this year? I don't think he will. I, I say it's the Bears. Bear. I say it's make it. I say it's Nick, Nick Foles, Foles is going to beat the Foles Chicago Bears. Gets it done, man. And I'm and I've always been riding that Eagles defense. I said if they're going to make a run, if they're going be relevant that defense has to show up and I know Nick Foles is playing well but the defense has been playing while Fletcher Cox once again somehow slips through the radar and I guess he just doesn't have the sack totals that people look for but what he does is free up all those other guys and and Michael Bennett out there and another thing is is when you go to Soldier Field you know you got to prepare for the cold you got to prepare for the wind the Philadelphia Eagles, they live in the cold too, man. So it's it's fair game. And I like the Eagles. I think it matters who wins the those collisions early on. Does Mitch Trubisky, the big kid running around? That was what But the, that's the thing. Do you run it straight at that Philly defense? You gotta. You gotta. Uh, you don't wanna be throwing <laughs> Hey, Mitch Trubisky, go win That's us the game with your arm is not a good idea. Man. Yes. Uh, I will say, listen to James Jones before you listen to me, because he <laughs> sat in that very chair about four months ago. No, actually, you sat to my right and you said, uh, as we were throwing out bold predictions of teams that would be in the playoffs. I forget who I said, but you said the Indianapolis Colts. And I laughed. You did. You laughed at me. I did. You know, and I said, and the reason why I took the Colts is because of who? I said, Andrew Luck. I Well, I said, listen, I didn't think you had your medical degree and knew how his <laughs> neck was going to be. I've been proven wrong since then. Last thing before you go get your Pozzoli. Oh, I can't wait. You're a wide receiver. You know what goes on in the head of the so-called diva wide receivers that uh, are all over 21st century pro football. The team that you mentioned there in Super Bowl 45 that you defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers. A mess now. Mm. How say you? Who's fa- Let's look at it this way. Mm. Whose fault is it? Is it Tomlin's? Is it Big Ben Roethlisberger's? Is it Antonio Brown's? Or is it a blend of the three? I mean, you hate to put it on one person. You do. But I got to put all this on Big Ben. Hmm. And, And the reason why I say that is because it's never his fault. When he goes on his radio stations, it's what other people could have did. 
You know what I'm saying? And then it's questions for Mike Tomlin. Then it's questions for A.B. It's what these guys are doing. It's, it's never Big Ben's fault. And don't get me wrong, Big Ben's a heck of a player. But when you play the quarterback position, it's more than just throwing touchdown passes and be a heck of a player. You got to be a leader. When stuff like this goes on, your team should respect you enough to listen to you. You know what I mean? So as a leader, I feel like if A.B. and Tomlin and Big Ben relationship was like that, Big Ben could get all this situated. You know what mm. I'm saying? So I think all the craziness stems from Big Ben. If Big Ben comes out one time like, man, this is my fault. A.B. was acting this way. This is what I did, you know what I mean, to get the reaction like this from A.B. You know, or this is what the conversation, me and Mike Tom, this is, this is my fault, and I'll make sure my team gets better. Is it not, though, just to push back? Don't you think, though, that uh, Ben Roethlisberger, A.B., if you talk to certain people, they'll tell you that A.B. is not where he's supposed to be a lot of the time out there based on the play design. Yeah. Roethlisberger doesn't throw him under the bus on that one. Yeah, but then again, if you're not in there and know what the play is, then you're never going to know who's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we know A.B.'s running the wrong route? You know, it was times we was in the court, in the, in the huddle with Aaron and Brett Favre, and they would look at, it's covered too. This is what we're supposed to do. Sometimes they mess up too. That that happens. You know, my bad. He'd come back. My bad. It was covered too. That's what you were supposed to do. I was thinking, that's, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But you can't throw your guy under the bus and say, okay, A.B. out there running the wrong routes. And this I, but he doesn't say that. That's what I mean. He, he hints at it. He doesn't, but he does. But I think <laughs> here's the thing. I'm not saying Ben Roethlisberger is, no, is, is perfect in terms of comportment, and especially when there's a microphone in front of him. But isn't there something to be – Roethlisberger seems to know what my opinion is. And so maybe that – is that as great as Antonio Brown is, and I put him in the top three of Super Bowl era wide receivers. I yeah. put him with Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. I don't think there's anybody ahead of Antonio Brown besides those two. That being said, he is not somebody who would thrive any situation you drop him into. I think Roethlisberger knows, Roethlisberger knows, uh, if you tried to do this with Tom Brady, you would not be as productive have, as you are with, with number a, seven. He would here. have 100 catches. You think every so? Every year with Tom Brady. Well, he has every, 100 catches every, with Roethlisberger, every year, too. Every year with, with, with Aaron Rodgers. Every year with Drew Brees. I mean, A.B. is a special player. I, listen, you I You put agree. him in the Niners offense with, with Jimmy G coming back next year with Shanahan at the helm calling these plays, he will have a What is with all this Niners jazz? No, why is there all so that, much smoke I'm around that That's the tweet out there, so that's why I, I know, threw, yeah. that, threw, that, threw that team out there. But if you drop him in any situation, A.B. is going to ball. A.B. is a player. If you watch people guard him one-on-ones, I mean, the separation, how he wins, I mean, he's, he's going to get the ball, and he's going to make plays. So, I mean – don't get me wrong, Big Ben and him had, I mean, one of the greatest tandems we ever seen, mm -hmm. you know, and they've done some great things together. It ain't all just Big Ben and it ain't all just A.B. They've done some great things together. But I just feel like as a leader of a ball club, I feel like if stuff like this was coming out about Julian Edelman, I feel like Tom Brady being the leader on that team, having the respect of his teammates, could grab Edelman and say, bah, 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 my bad, come out to the, it's all done. Maybe you know better than I do. I just I also have a I have a sneaking suspicion that what Tom Brady does is he knows how to speak into the microphone and then behind the scenes say like, hey, uh, hey, Belichick, get rid of this guy, man. We can't have him here anymore. <laughs> but Roethlisberger doesn't have that kind of juice uh, in the Steelers organization. Yeah, we don't know. All right. James Jones, <laughs> go get you some of that. Pizzoli. Always good times talking yes, to sir. number 89 here. You listen to Dave. 
right, there's 89 on his way out the door. Here we go to uh, I wore this hoodie in, in honor of 89. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Very nice. There we go. You look just basically. Oh, by the, the way, how about my T-shirt underneath? Mascot oh, Hall you of Fame. Whiting, Indiana. That's Good right. For you. Good for you, Matt Money Smith. All right. Uh, so enjoy the playoffs. Safe travels to you, Matt Money Smith. Enjoy the big game. Enjoy the big games, everybody. Football season's almost over. Enjoy it while you can. This lights of heaven almost made it. I almost did it. Emma, Emma VP already left. She refuses well, to do it. Oh, the Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano, will get mad at me. He's behind the glass. I wouldn't dare. Uh, to, listen, he's all caught up in what uh, uh, in what the Cowboys are going to do this week. He doesn't care about what goes on in the podcast right now. Oh, I hope we can stop Russell Wilson. I don't know about the- Hey, hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> I feel like we're not going to hit this one either. Uh, no, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Money's hungry right. again as well. I'm famished. Let me tell you. The Eagles, the Rams, we weren't gonna get there. the Dallas Cowboys are pretty good. Back with the Blitz. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.